We're in for a wild night. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to episode 90 of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. I'm your host as always, Nate Wolf. It is great to be back here on another beautiful winter evening here in Portland, Oregon. So, so happy to be back, excited for the show, always looking forward to Fridays and of course joined by two of my very favorite people, Hydralisk. How are you doing tonight? I am doing absolutely amazing. This has been an exhausting week, and I'm just so happy to be here. We got some fun stuff to talk about tonight. So thanks, man, and like so stoked to do this. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. Almost, I'm sitting here falling out of my chair. I'm so excited. Uh, for those of you listening to the audio version, uh, anyways, welcome <laughs> back, Electric Sheep City. Always great to hang out. How how are you today? Meowdy, doing pretty well myself. Uh, just hit legend in wild this morning, so it's like, hey, Woo! you know, got that double legend going on again. Nice, living up to those uh, those goals we set last week, so that feels pretty good. Uh, it was in the eighties in Texas today, so that was fun and ready to hang out. Uh, just talk some Hearthstone with some buddies. So yeah. excitement abounds for tonight. Let's that, go. That good old Texas winter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, for real though. Degrees. <laughs> <laughs> well, for those of you joining us for the first time, welcome aboard. Let me briefly explain how the show works. We record the podcast live every Friday evening at twitch.tv/born-to-be-wild-hs, and the video version of the podcast is then posted to YouTube the very next day by our very own Nate Wolf. Audio versions are also distributed to all podcast apps. However you're watching or listening or absorbing via osmosis this podcast today, thank you. Yes, you. That's, that's my weak attempt at, a, at, a, at heart hands. It's more like a, it's more like a circle, but <laughs> I circle you. <laughs> I circle you. <laughs> okay uh we got a good we got a good show coming up for everybody tonight before we dive into the meat of the show did want to say a real quick but very important thank you to shokunin and the other patrons of our show your support means the world to us if you enjoy this content please like subscribe and comment on this video on youtube uh it, it really helps us a ton with the um uh, the the algorithms there in in uh, getting this content out to other people. Um, the other way to support the show in a non-monetary way is to leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or whatever your platform podcast platform of choice is, as that also helps other people find the show. Uh, if you're watching this live on Twitch, we do have some uh, really cool emotes that you can unlock by subscribing to this channel if you'd like. Uh, that is a thing that you can do for free if you've got Amazon Prime. Uh, finally, uh, you can join our Patreon for some great bonus content for as little as $1 a month if that is something that you're interested in. Uh, actually working on a couple of different guides uh, for some decks that will be posted up hopefully soon. So that'll be fun. Uh, if you would like to interact with us personally, we would love to have you join our Discord um, it, that is absolutely free. It's a really fun and amazing, um, online community of friends that we've made all across the world, um, interacting with folks, talking about wild Hearthstone and, uh, TV and pets and real life and all kinds of other stuff. And, uh, it's a dr drama free zone. We have a lot of fun there. Uh, links to that and everything else can be found on our website, which is www.borntobewildhs.com. Again, borntobewildhs.com. Cool. All right, that's it for me. Uh, Hydra, what do we got in the news this week? Well, there's not a lot of news in the quantity of, of Wild Hearthstone news, but in the quality of Wild Hearthstone news, we did get a tweet today that stated there are going to be nerfs or balance changes for standard, oh wait, and wild. All right. And I'm so this excited. Is, this is going to be coming on the 25th of January, and we will actually know what these nerfs are. Or sorry, the 25th of January, and we'll know on the 20th when what these nerfs are going to be in the patch notes. So Ooh. that's next Thursday. Ooh, we just in time for next week's show. Hmm. Interesting, hey? Just just before the show. So perfect content, right? Yeah. I, so I feel like they, they did that on purpose. It, it looks like, you know, this was introduced in, in a way that's saying, hey, uh, 
this was the follow-up tweet of of the main tweet that says giant battlegrounds update and it's free uh which is like oh okay that's 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 fun i guess and and then this was like the second thing down was like oh by the way uh we're also going <laughs> to reveal uh in these patch notes you'll see big changes to um or balance changes to standard and wild new mercs huge duels update and more because they list wild by name you know it, it makes me think that it's not they're not hitting a standard card that will impact wild like no there there's going to be a wild nerf uh <laughs> and then especially because uh, oh. shortly after ixar you know dean ayala uh tweeted out uh, a picture <laughs> uh, a, a, a meme as it were I, with a hearthstone <laughs> logo like uh, over a du- dude's face who's like coming to get this other dude who's standing there and the face has been replaced with that of Sorcerer's Apprentice, which would solve so many issues. Oh my goodness. I Aww. Dear yeah. Ixar, please don't be trolling. Right. Like <laughs> please, if... please. <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw Keith uh Keith numbers opposed to like, you better not be baiting us or whatever. <laughs> but this is it's been such a long time coming. I feel like uh the an, a nerf to Sorcerer's Apprentice would fix so many issues and if if i put my dev hat Mm -hmm. on for two seconds like it i think that like oh you're counting aren't you um it it was it would probably (laughs) kill three birds with one stone right it yeah uh sorcerer's apprentice for ages right if for those of you who don't know i'm sure probably everybody knows by now but uh you know reduces the mana cost of cards in your hand and then you can play a second one and then you can copy it and copy it and all of a sudden all of your stuff costs zero and it enables uh, a whole mess of problems. And uh, th- what we've seen them do in standard with newer cards is say it reduces, but it cannot reduce below one. And so they don't need to like, you know, destroy the card. All I have to say is can't reduce below one, right? And then it solves their problem of the animation skip cheaters who are all playing Ignite Mage. Uh, so, you know, I'm sure you've all experienced you playing against a mage and they hit you with, you know, 75 ignites in one turn, kill you from full health and 30 armor. And the rope has finished burning two minutes ago, and it's like, what's going on? Um, you know, f- for those of you who have a Zoomer APM and you can actually do this legitimately, like more power to you, but uh, I struggle with it. And <laughs> the deck in general is, is, in my opinion, not super healthy for the format. And so... Uh, but but this sort of fixes their problem of have to, having to go after all of the people who uh, other people uh, have accused of cheating or whatever. It's like, oh, well, it's just just can't do this anymore. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, have I played Ignite Mage? Yeah, I wanted to learn it because um, I got tired of losing against it. And so I learned how to play it. I learned how to play it pretty well, but I am just not fast enough to pull off the combo. It's different. I think with old school Exodia Mage, number one, it took a lot more work to set up the combo because it, it required an Emperor Thorison tick. Uh, I mean, this is the non-Quest Mage version, right? But it, it required an Emperor Thorison tick, and you had to have uh, Antonitis and Apprentice and this, that, and the other. And it was like, well, okay. But Way more fair. Way more fair. It, it double was Apprentice, slow, I mean, double Molten Reflection, like... All right. <laughs> you know, they could if they want to ban a card, they could just ban Ice Block. That 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 would solve some problems as well. Uh and, and but but I digress. Anyways, what Ignite Mage has managed to do is between tradable cards and tutors, you can draw your whole combo. I've lost as early as turn 4, which is it's like it just happens sometimes. It's crazy though because when you like if you have the full combo, it's a five card combo, and if you have it all, um, you know you can you can just keep drawing ignite over and over and over. But the animation speed, like you play it, it, it goes to the deck, you draw it, but it's slow, and you you really have to be pulling them. And the the more cards are in your deck, it's like well you risk not always drawing an ignite you know and and so when people combo off super early i might have to play um, an elemental evocation when i don't want to just because it's going to draw me a fire card and so um when i see people starting to play all these cards i'm like oh cool they don't have the combo um and they're able to draw it but it's like at, at what point do you you run out of time. I mean, the turn limit's only 90 seconds and the animation for the card is, is a good, 
what do you think at least five seconds or something right and so it's something I, like that I, yeah it's it doesn't add up no yeah five well, plus five plus five plus five etc is like you know 140 not 90 <laughs> yeah so so anyway but the deck has you know the combo is so easy to pull off that it's kind of become pervasive on the wild ladder and then everyone's accusing everyone else of cheating um and it's very difficult to tell if they actually are or not but but it's it just feels un, unhealthy and again, this is my opinion, uh, you know, so take it with a grain of salt. The deck is interesting. I had fun playing it, and frankly, I lost more than I won, uh, mostly because it was like I, I couldn't combo off in time, or, um, you know, there are cards uh, like Flare that will that just don't care about your ice block. <clears throat> so anyways, D Dean posting this is like, oh, okay. Uh, we'll see. We were kind of speculating show about what the possible nerves could be and i um yeah what else do we think there could be because it it's plural balance changes yeah. mm -hmm. i don't know what i've seen lately is people calling for more bans in wild and uh, you know now that we talk, kind of talked about last week um one of the prolific changes over the last year was the introduction of bans to the format mm. and and so now people know that it's possible and so i see people asking for oh ban the quest line in hunter ban the quest line in warrior like no please don't do that and again this is my personal opinion uh i i posted a something on twitter earlier like hey debate me i, I don't think that personally don't think that banning the quest lines uh is what i want to see no but I understand that they're very powerful decks. Odd Questline Hunter, uh, again, like we talked about it last week, like that deck or that card is what put Hunter back in wild. Um, yeah. I understand that it's very powerful, but I also think that there's counters. A Hunter has no draw, and so now they rely on tradable cards or they rely on Cold Light Oracle, which is terrible. If you play a deck, um, you know, like I did last week, this uh, Cthulhu Druid or something, like you just out armor them or they whiff, like they run out of draw. Like at some point, uh, you know, I've beaten them down from, from 30 armor, but I've also lost because at some point you, you just like, cool, I drew a, even if it's a good card, I drew a twin shot. It's like, okay, hero power, twin shot, hero power, twin shot, like, cool. Now they've got 20 armor or 10 armor instead of 30. <laughs> it's like, I, yeah. and, and meanwhile, like I'm relying on my top decks here. Um, right now I, do I think that the, the deck is powerful? Like, absolutely. It's tier one hands down. It's great. And, and where we get into potential danger zone is what happens in, in future expansions. If Hunter gets a cheap draw card that is odd cost, like, uh, oh, uh, but that's something that Hunter typically hasn't had. So I saw, um, you know, assuming that the quest line doesn't get banned, I saw some people, um, speculating about a nerf to, rapid fire it's the one mana mm -hmm. one mana hunter spell that says deal one damage and it has um twin, uh, twin spell, spells yeah. so, so you could play it twice mm -hmm. like that card is uh is Good. is like the best card in the deck you know or, or one of them it's back's um, got to be sore for carrying uh, right. <laughs> odd quest line hunter like through the quest line so quickly for yeah, sure absolutely so you know i don't know is the deck super strong yes uh, the reason my rationale for, you know, arguing anti-ban is that I feel like there's counters. Um, mm -hmm. are they, are they great counters? No, but, uh, you can armor up a lot. I, um, I played a lot of it wonder. on my legend con. I saw people playing, um, uh, what do you call, uh, skulking geist, which was infuriating, but like three quarters <laughs> of your deck costs one and it's like, oh, well, I guess I'll just lose then. Um, yeah. I mean, you can try to win, but it probably isn't going to happen. And again, it's not a great card, but uh, I, I've won against them with, um, I, I did it last month. My, my legend climb last month was with Freeze Shutterwalk Shaman, and that was like the, the difficult matchup, but you could win it if you play it right. And I, mm -hmm. it was kind of exhilarating for me. I'm like, I'm looking for armor vendors and I'm going to, I'm going to, um, repeat the battle cry from the armor vendor so i get armored up and then i'm going to play boom pistol bully so that they can't play tavish uh if you're not familiar with the card it makes their battle cry cost five more the next turn and so uh yeah or or you're going to play lotheb to keep them from being able to get to tavish like yeah. there there are things that you can play that kind of go around it um 
as well for sure yeah it was great Um, like i I could boom pistol bully and they couldn't play and then i could dirty rat and kill it was like so there's you know yeah it's still tier one absolutely I mean, the other one is Pirate Warrior, right? Everyone's saying ban the quest in, in Pirate Warrior. And again, uh, I definitely think that the deck is is tier one. It's very strong, especially the, the difference between Standard and Wild is in Wild, there's so many one-cost pirates that you can complete the quest extremely fast. Like the cards are terrible, but like you, the Juggernaut is so strong that you, you finish the quest early and like it, it swings games. That being said, again, like, I don't feel like it's unwinnable where where ignite mage is yeah. like well i you know you just lose between ice block and infinite damage you just lose but um i you know i feel like i could out armor them if if i saw pirate warrior as the odd questline hunter like it's a cool free win i i would just uh and and i'm being facetious but cool my, my spells target all their minions i keep clearing their board over and over meanwhile i complete my quest and then i kill them uh i felt like with freeze shaman I would freeze their board. A mistake that a lot of players would make is that they they fill up their entire board and I would just freeze it. Now they're board locked. You can't play anything or they get six minions on the board and then they can't play Rokara without losing the Juggernaut, which is hilarious, by the way. And and there's there's kind of ways around it where I was like, well, you know, it's a it's a winnable matchup. Does it feel bad to lose to? Yeah. But is the solution like you can never play the card again. I don't no. like that. I mean, I, I wouldn't be opposed to tweaking it somewhat to make it more difficult to complete or something like that. But the deck isn't good enough in standard for them to like, they're not going to do a wild only nerf and not tweak the standard version. Like they already said that with the demon seed, like we, mm-hmm. we don't want to do a change in one format and not the other. Like that doesn't work for us. Um, I don't think we're at the power levels of Steeler and Demon Seed where we're going to do a ban. Like, I I don't see it as anywhere near that. Yes, we do have a meta where we do have these two decks that we're seeing over and over and over again. Most of your matches are against these two decks, but it's not at that level. I feel like a tweak is probably exactly what we're going to see. And at the end of the day... A meta is just telling us what the, you know, top decks are. There's always going to be a top deck, right? Yeah. We, we've we only had these two quest lines for this is the second expansion, right? Like, in the grand scheme of wild, that's that's not Nothing. a whole long time. <laughs> like, do, do you remember when we had, like, Q-Block for how Ever. long, Nate? Like, <laughs> well, and things come back. And it was back. powerful for a long time, and even lock and 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 these were powerful decks for a long time and that's okay like there's always going to be a top deck yes these ones have been top dog for a while so i do think they need to be nudged but like the ban hammer i think is a little excessive as well because there's always going to be something that's the strongest and right now these are them and they're a little little too strong could use a nudge but they're they're definitely not a demon seed they're definitely not a stealer of souls and nothing's like as polarized or like played to the same extent that either of those were. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. played a lot. It's annoying, but not not like that. Not like that. <laughs> I understood that reference. Uh, <laughs> what's funny in, in my mind, and I could argue this all day, and I think we want to move along with the show, but in my brain, it's like, okay, well, if these two decks go away, you know, Pirate Warrior will always be good in Wild. The deck is very different without the quest. You know, you take out all the crappy pirates and put in the good ones and the cannons and or the sky barges and all that stuff. But if these two decks primarily go away, what replaces it? And it, okay, cool. We're going to get Big Priest and we're going to get Reno Lock and Reno Priest and whatever else. And then a Secret Mage and everyone's going to be mad about those. And it's like, well, you know, I... I don't know. I'm not saying I have the perfect solution. It's just like, it's be careful what you ask for because you you just might get it, and then you're not going to be you happy get with an that old either. Meta and, back, yeah, that you weren't happy with before, and that'll just be right back here. Uh, uh, right before we move on, I will say it doesn't just say nerfs. It does say balance changes Could for standard and wild, and you know maybe there's you know some something in you know that that's just for us that could bring questline druid for example up yeah, or, or you know or patches will get charged hey there we go <laughs> i don't think that would be uh, i'm all for it for one i'm all for it he needs to be in charge again but <laughs> i don't think that would be the, the now adjustment. is not the time <laughs> right now is not the time <laughs> 
Yeah, I I'm not sure. You know what else there would be in terms of nerfs for or balance changes rather for wild. Like I anticipate that when we get rotation, that we'll we'll see some additional balance updates then. Whether it's um, reversions of prior nerfs or additional uh, you know nerfs. Personally, I would love to see, and maybe this is a topic for another day, but I would love to see Demon Hunter be actually playable in Wild again, uh, because it's that you know they they nerfed everything to the ground to the point that you can't the deck just is terrible now, or the the class rather. So you know we'll see. Please. The the timing of this is good. I mean I think we should probably move along because they're gonna release yeah. the patch notes a week from yesterday. Uh, so we'll get the patch notes on Thursday. We'll have the show on Friday, and so it'll be the perfect topic for next week, and we can dig into. Uh, why we think they're right or why they're wrong or what we think is going to happen to the meta or whatever. It'll be, it'll be interesting. So, uh, you know, come back next week. <laughs> um, that was should, a little teaser. Nice. <laughs> it should be fun. I'm really curious. And, 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 you know, post show, I'm sure I, I will be excited for all the other stuff that's, that's happening with battlegrounds and duels and whatever else. Anyways, uh, movement is exciting i can tell that hearthstone's about to do something when when i start getting the urge to like buy more packs that i don't need i'm like no 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 you you, you have the cards like you don't need them yeah but 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 I'm like oh it's it's about time they're about to release a new portrait or something i can tell <laughs> so, tinies please oh yeah time for a portrait <laughs> yeah uh it, i would would bet dollars to donuts that we have new cosmetics next when, when the patch comes out on the 25th so i would not be surprised in the slightest yeah talk waggle now huh <laughs> hey yeah my my hearthstone buying sensors tingling i was able to resist the urge um i out of you thanks trying trying all right well let's let's jump into the main topic of this week which i, I am excited to talk about we uh will be discussing everybody's favorite himbo guff rune totem or rather the druid class this week and what uh kind of decks that we've been looking at two and two in particular so one is uh Cthune druid and the other is aggro druid so like two uh, opposite sides of of the same coin here very very different but same class so I uh, I didn't bring it up earlier, but I did hit Legend this week um, with Druid. Oh. What was crazy is that I uh, I was looking through all my stats. Sheep gave me um, this this wonderful spreadsheet that uh, I've been using to to track my Legend runs, and I realized number one, which which was really kind of crazy, this uh, past. Or this was my 24th time hitting legend, which is really cool. Wow, uh, nice! A lot of times now, which is which is pretty cool. But the other thing I realized this is the first time I've ever done it with Druid. I've never done Whoa. it before. Congratulations! Like, That's awesome. Yeah, it was fun. Well done. So, uh, thank you. Yeah, this is fun. Uh, and so I uh, been playing Cthune Druid. I I saw other people like I ran into it a bunch in ladder, and frankly, one of the reasons I started playing it was that. I got tired of losing against it. And it, when I first saw it pop up, I was like, this is just a meme. Uh, I started my um, I started my climb. I wasn't sure what to play. And I was playing odd quest line hunter, like a true degenerate. And, you know, I, I won quite a bit, but I had so many people playing this deck. They would just armor up out of reach. And I got tired of it. I was like, well, I, you know, uh, in one turn, you can get 24 armor. Super easy. And... <laughs> I'd like, okay, you know, I'd clear all it out. I'd use a bunch of spells and hero powers and clear. All right, your 24 armor is gone, and then they get 16 more. I'm like, come on. Uh, so I started playing it kind of casually and realized, like, this is fun. This is really fun. And then I kept winning with it, and I was like, okay. Uh, I reached out to Jordan. Jordan MG as uh, one of the, the co-hosts of the People's Champ podcast. He is our listener series champ of uh, season three, right? We're on season four now. And... Yeah. Um, this is he he had been playing this deck quite a bit last month and uh uh, i've been playing it a lot and was like hey what do you think about doing a co-op i want to make sure i'm doing this right can you maybe give me some pointers and that was really fun and i learned a lot and i want to share that with y'all tonight so i think it it was a lot of fun and also big shout out to martian boo who if my understanding is correct was one of the um the the folks who either you know discovered this deck or came up with it or was playing it at the very beginning that's where i got the list from originally was martian yeah that's awesome i I got the list from tempo storm popularizing it for sure 
in my collection, it's called instead of Cthune, it's called Kaboo. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I I miss the old Cthune. I used to call the decks like cartoon, cartoon, cartoon. And um, it's I I never thought like I, I thought Cthune the Shattered would be a meme, and I think it was always fun. But it was uh, I never thought it was all that viable. And this is built in such a unique way that it it is. I thought it was a meme and it's not. Uh, yeah, so big shout outs to Martian. Yeah, I have people here saying that he's the creator, which uh, if that's true, which it probably is, then then awesome and, and great work, Martian. I always like to see innovation and so big shout outs to you. Uh, he does have a, um, a YouTube on video, uh, sorry, a video on YouTube where he um, plays the deck and explains it as well. And so I'll add that to the show notes if y'all want to watch that. Um, the way that this deck essentially works, and I know Hyder, you played it honestly probably more than me. Uh, so, so jump in as well. But in my experience, this deck almost is like looking to go to fatigue. Like you have to draw almost your entire deck, but the thing is it can do that and it can do it super easy. Um, this is basically a, like a, a control build with an OTK finisher for, for those of you who like classic, like combo druid style, you're just stalling out your opponent. You're gaining a ton of armor and you're drawing a bunch of cards and then you're killing them with 30, 60, 30 to 60 damage uh, in one turn, which is, which is super fun. My, my record was, four Cthulhu's, which um oh. I, I i mean o- over two turns but um being Still. able to get four was was pretty cool and so um you know real quickly uh for the mulligan what i'd be looking for um uh let's see here oaken summons oaken summons is amazing um, that's what you want <laughs> that's the one oh, yeah. so uh yeah yeah you you keep keep oaken summons uh fungal fortunes you keep uh it's a three mana draw three if you draw a minion it gets discarded but there's only two minions in the entire deck so your your chances at happening are super low um the other that i would typically keep would be nature studies because you can play it on one and it discounts something uh there are so many times when i could nature studies and it would allow me to play um you know branching paths or 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 nature studies on one into a fungal fortunes on two is amazing um, and, and so you don't necessarily need to play the car that you discover the same turn that you play it, uh, which is, which is great. Uh, if uh, like bio project is an interesting one, the only time I would keep it is if I drew Oaken summons, cause I could bio on one Oaken summons on two, mm-hmm. which, which is nice. Um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I I'm looking for in the mulligan. You need to be careful with biology project cause you can really, um, accidentally let your opponent do lots of things oh gosh just play it on one <laughs> yeah oh and guff guff would be the other one that i would keep yeah always guff. yes guff uh, it, because i swear if i don't keep guff he's on the bottom of my deck yeah mm-hmm. yeah guff not keeping guff or, or drawing guff late is like is backbreaking uh playing guff on five is like backbreaking for your opponent it's it's just great you gain the armor you draw a card and then you get the choice every turn hey do i do i feel like ramping do i feel like drawing a card it's great i mean technically i don't think you have to play guff until like turn nine in terms of stacking mana but Mm -hmm. the sooner you get it like the guff hero power is so much better than the normal druid uh hero power so yeah uh this deck is not running overgrowth um so yeah uh one quick thing that i i would say speaking from experience uh i do not recommend coining into oaken summons because (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. so so this this deck only runs two minions it runs injured marauder it's a 510 taunt but the battle cry is it damages itself it was to do six damage to itself or something like that and so you know if you have to play it from hand, you can. It's bad, but um, the the dream scenario is uh, Oaken summons into Vargoth. Vargoth will play another Oaken summons, which drops the injured Marauder with no no damage to the health because the battle cry didn't trigger. Uh, it's amazing when that happens. It's like I've had pirate warriors just concede. It's wonderful. Um, it, what you don't want to do is is on three coin. Um, coin oaken uh-huh. summons it, it pulls vargoth who then plays a coin and you're like oh rip <laughs> yeah <laughs> no uh been there done that yeah uh, i accidentally solar eclipsed um into what's it 
what's it called? Um, Oaken summons. And I'm like, oh no, because I wanted to see, oh, I could do it twice, right? And then I realized that Vargoth might just play the solar eclipse again but i totally got lucky and got the oaken summons and i would like my Ooh. opponent like they knew wow. that i had screwed up i i yeah i emoted the second i played solar eclipse i emoted first i was like oops and then i played the oaken summons and then i rolled the oaken summons off the vargoth uh lucky hot punished let's go yeah. punished it all i was like oh no <laughs> what have i done um so i've seen people lately experimenting with plate breaker i saw like i think um burnt is is one of the best druid players in the world uh i used to get crap for hitting legend with druid every month when the class was terrible and i thought it was hilarious and 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 burnt <laughs> hit legend this month with a line cracker druid which included uh mechathune at the top end as like an alternate win con in the event of a, a mirror match which i thought was interesting i played one game of it and i won and i was like okay 100 win rate i'm done with this um mm. the thing that i don't <laughs> like about it I, I always felt like there was anti-synergy between um line cracker decks because you need line cracker and it's it's running uh fungal fortune so that that's when draw three mana draw three if you draw a minion discover it and i'm like trying to uh dig through my deck and i need this minion and then like i i've had it happen to me where like i draw a line cracker discard draw a line cracker discard i'm like oh, okay i'll just concede then um i mean it's awesome after you have your cards and you don't care what you draw it's great but what i love about this deck in particular is like i can rip fungal fortune fortunes on turn two or on turn three and i don't like i just want it to draw the cards and if it discards an injured blade uh injured marauder then i don't care all that much and even if it dis even if it discards uh vargoth it's like well that's kind of a bummer but like okay it doesn't make me lose now no um so right. you want to rip it as soon as possible um uh, a couple quick notes you know so so this runs um jasper spellstone which every time you gain armor it it, it increases uh to to four damage and then six that's handy it's got lunar eclipse it does three damage and reduces the next spell you play this turn by one that's nice it's i just use those for for spot removal to to kind of uh you know you stall so you, you clean up as needed use them for high priority targets i wouldn't waste one on a one one or whatever um, because you gain so much armor the ones that i think you you want to be a little bit more judicious with uh, moonlit guidance is uh, the card that lets you discover a card in your deck and if you play it you, you draw it like you can play it if you if you need to you know if you're in dire straits your hand is terrible and you need to find something like cool rip it but like otherwise uh it's part of the the awesome win con there so i would save it and same thing with solar eclipse mm -hmm. like if you can greed out the solar eclipse um just just save it uh i'll, I'll get back to those in a second um bog beam is in the deck it's a three mana deal three damage but if you've got seven mana or more it costs zero which is really nice um ferocious howl is there partially for armor partially to uh draw cards which is great um branching paths is an amazing card uh and also very versatile what i saw in my climb is you know you can use it for what you need it for if i'm facing um an odd hunter if i'm facing a pirate warrior like i'll just armor up twice hey gain gain 12 if i'm if i'm sort of in dire straits i can solar eclipse branching paths and get 24 armor um if it's a slower deck and i don't need it then i'll draw cards uh i was playing a, a mirror match against another druid who had a bunch of armor and wasn't able for whatever reason to remove the garbage that i had on board i think it was a vargoth and a marauder and i had um solar eclipsed into one of the the body of Cthulhu, so it was a six six with taunt and they they weren't able to remove it and so i solar eclipse branching paths and just chose the attack and was able to otk them just with the attack oh uh, well it was like nice. you know your entire board gains uh attack attack plus attack four attack plus four with the <laughs> it was great i or did just like... plus four attack not not, yeah. not health, obviously, but... so it's it's versatile <laughs> you know you, you gain attack you you can draw cards you can gain armor and again being on the other side of it especially people complaining about odd hunter it was infuriating for me to have somebody gain 24 armor in one turn I'm like well that sucks i guess i'll just quit i mean or i'll try to let's let's play this out but i feel like i'm wasting my time here um, right and so you know that that's tricky 
in terms of removal, and again, this deck wants to just stall your opponent out. Remove threats, stall, draw your whole deck. Um, po it's got Poison Seeds, which uh, for those of you not familiar, it, it, it kills the whole board and turns them all into 2-2 two, two Tree Ants. Um, there's there's pros and cons, you know, I faced a lot of Pirate Warrior and I felt bad ripping a Poison Seeds on a 1-1 one, one because now it turns it into a 2-2, two, two. but you know, if they've got a bunch of 1-1s one, in a Rokara or a bunch of 1-1s one, in, in something giant, it's like, well, okay, well, it's worth it. The, the dream is they've got a full board and you've got 10 plus man and you rip poison seeds into spreading plague and and now not only do you kill their whole board but now you've you've got a whole board of of one fives with taunt that they just can't deal with and it stalls it, it does what the deck wants to do uh way back when hearthstone had sped up the animation on spreading plague and they've since reverted it and it's like super slow and yeah, so when yeah. you play it it's like all right it takes 30 seconds to fill up the whole board with uh with these spiders i didn't realize and... that they had reverted it until i started playing this deck again because i'm just watching it go i'm like i thought this was faster. Why is it so slow? But uh, yeah, I guess they they brought it back, eh? Yeah. Yeah, I think whenever um, they uh, released Mercenaries, they had to go back to an older version of the uh, client because they were planning on releasing it earlier. They had in between then and when Mercenaries came out, buffed the <laughs> speed to where it would just be quicker. And so that's one of the things that was kind of a casualty of mercenaries being pushed back. Um, I see. If I recall correctly. Uh, it's, it's been a while. It's probably right. Uh, really drives home as they slowly spawn. Like, yeah. You're, to the pirate where you're screwed. You're screwed. You're screwed. You're <laughs> kind screwed. Of dramatic that it takes so long, isn't it? <laughs> right? Right. That's hilarious. Um, so bi Biology Project is a weird is a weird card uh i recommend not ripping it on one unless you've got you know you can play an oaken summons on turn two otherwise ideally and, and again this is my advice you know, take it with a grain of salt but a lot of times what we would do is wait until um if you've got guff in play you go up to 20 mana i'll rip it on turn nine where they're gonna have 10 mana next turn anyways and they're capped out like i don't care but it puts me up up, up past that and so at that point like it doesn't matter but what i don't want to do especially seeing so many ignite mages or apm mages is like the last thing i want to do is give them extra mana because then they're going to kill me i had an apm yep. mage kill me from full health plus 20 armor or something because uh they had discounted their entire deck and then they were able to um get they got four flame wakers on board and two apprentices and, and it was like and a whole giant handful of zero cost cards and then an, uh, an evocation with a bunch more zero cost cards. And it was like, I, I didn't think they could do it. Um, it was my, it was one of my final bosses. Actually. I thought we were going to pull it off and uh, close, close. Uh, but it was crazy, you know, at um, the OTK from 40 plus. So yeah, it's, it's crazy. Uh, so at the top end, here's, here's how this works. Um, Cthulhu the Shattered at the start of the game is broken into four parts. Um, I don't know what they're all called, but I love what they say. You know, I will break your buddy. It's, so it's, <laughs> it's awesome. Um, it's uh, so so. I've got one that uh, the body of Cthulhu creates a six six with taunt. The eye of Cthulhu uh, shoots off seven seven damage worth of little little eye beams, and that's been fun. Uh, one of them does three damage AOE to the entire board, which hits your stuff too, but okay. Um, but that, that combined with poison seeds is, is pretty nice by the way. And then, um, the, uh, the last one, it's just destroy minion, right? It's destroy mm -hmm. minion. It is destroy minion. And, uh, that, that's nice as well. Um, the, the ultimate, uh, greed play is to stall your opponent long enough to where you get the, the four pieces of Cthune played and you've got a Cthune in your deck and then you can play Solar Eclipse which says your next spell triggers twice and then you play Moonlit Guidance which says discover a card which means a copy of a card from from your deck and cool like I, I play that I get two Cthunes and then if I've got the other ones like I play it again and now I've got four Cthunes and at that point like if I've got 20 mana I can play two Cthulhu's in one turn, which will do 60 damage to my opponent, which will not only clear their whole board, but it will kill them uh, many times over, right? And so it's um, <laughs> it's it's really fun. You have to be careful. Uh, I, I had misplayed um, 
I don't remember if it was my final boss or maybe the the second to last, but um, Dirty Rat is a card and a, a lot of people, yeah. it's, it's difficult to play well, you know, but um, there's a lot of cards in Shaman right now and these freeze, freeze Shaman and Shutterwalk Shaman variants that will replay prior battle cries. And so you play a, a Dirty Rat on a bad turn, but then you can replay it the next turn and the next turn and the next turn. And so it's like, Ulnar Macaw. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to be careful. It's like, know your opponent and watch the dirty rats. And if you, you know, in that scenario, often it's like, well, I, I want to discover my Cthune and play it right away. Or in, in that scenario, like I had, I got four Cthunes in my hand and they played their uh, Bulner Macaw and it pulled two of them, but I still had two. And so the next turn, I just played both of them and still won. And but but it's it's tricky. Uh, but sixty damage is is typically enough to kill anybody. <laughs> and so um, yeah, I, I see chat asking. Uh, I use the Christmas uh, Malfurion because it's it's the new the newest thing. Uh, I was rocking the uh, um, random card back because uh, it was kind of fun. The coin. I think sheep sheep would be proud. I, I I've got the dame. That's the right Yay! answer. That Dame Hazelbark is is definitely the right answer there. Uh, yeah, uh, Guff. I I use Dame Hazelbark, and to the surprise of absolutely no one. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. We can't do that. Uh, Guff is amazing. Delightful. <laughs> Delightful. Guff is crazy. I I the card is great. If you're hesitating about crafting the card, I love it. Um, I think it's no, no, no. We can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you hydra uh, so good so i got good. you um yeah guff guff is great i i think this is fun i always enjoy seeing a new archetype it's so rare in wild and so when i first saw this i thought like eh, this is a meme but my win rate so i had 10x again this month my win rate was uh 71 i ended up it was uh 12 wow 12 wins five losses wow so nice. i i mean and that that's mage, phenomenal thank you that uh that mage loss was a total scam i shouldn't have lost that but <laughs> uh and, and that includes some misplays you know i mean it takes a while to to learn the deck um it's super fun i i, I recommend it i really enjoyed it It was something different to play i i don't think i'm you know fully explaining the ins and outs of the deck i'm working on a write-up that i'll throw on our, our patreon if if anyone is interested in, in checking out that but gosh it was so much fun to to do something different and then i saw i don't remember if it was um it was on one of the the various tier lists which again are are all opinions but someone someone listed this at tier three and i was like hey you know what i i hit legend with the tier three deck with 71 percent win rate like you know i'm awesome uh <laughs> and so i love for, for me personally like the people everyone out there complaining about pirate warrior and an odd hunter i was thrilled to see those matchups because for me those were like hey i i have a fighting chance you know C could i lose like yeah you know if if pirate warrior draws all the one cost pirates and plays their rokara on five and and you know and then the juggernaut gives them a mr smite and you know i'll lose okay but but more often than not it was like i just clear 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 armor 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 and they would like rage concede it was awesome and the hunters as well it was like a you know the ones where i had to try really hard were mage of course which is almost an instant loss just because um they can draw the combo so quickly and depending on how fast they are you know there's potential you can out armor them but it's hard and they're so fast uh the other one that was really difficult winnable but difficult is is the shaman matchup because of all the different battle cries and we don't care about all the freeze stuff or whatever we care about all the dirty rats and that's what's tricky to play around mm -hmm. like if if they're able to um get rid of your Cthune somehow like you, you just lose where and that's where i think uh linecracker has the advantage like if you get uh 2000 plus armor like we don't even care you can ignite me all day and it's you're yeah. just not going to do it but I, I felt like this was um 
more fun. You know, maybe I'll move on to that next, but this, this has been an absolute blast. So anyways, you know, I, I, there's, there's my brain dump on, on Cthulhu Druid. I had a lot of fun playing it. Probably, uh, we'll, we'll do a video at some point, but definitely a, a write-up. I feel very comfortable doing a write-up and I'll throw that on the Patreon this weekend for anybody who is interested in checking that out. And if anyone wants to, um, co- co-op or ask questions or whatever, um, discord, hit, hit, hit us up in discord. It's great. I'm always happy to do that. It's, it's a, an absolute blast to, to play with people and, um, you know, that's all free and, and fun and enjoyable. So yeah. Um, if, if anyone wants to do that, there you go. I know Hyder, you played a ton of this deck. Did I, did I miss anything? No, I think you, you nailed it. I did some co-op a little bit with Jordan, not this past weekend, but the weekend before as well. And that guy, he knows his stuff. Oh, he's really so have. good. He's so good. And I, yeah, big shout out again to Jordan. Cause uh, I felt like going into this, like I could wing it, but I learned so much um, being taught by him. And I think that's that's what I I'll say I enjoy the most about co-op is not I'm not looking to to play with someone who's just going to tell me what to do and get free wins. Like I want to learn. And mm-hmm. yes, it, you know, you, you learn all the interactions and you learn the different combos. And some of them are um, some of them are easy to spot and some of them you'll miss if if you don't know the deck very well and and he was able to teach me quite a bit so oh he's in chat uh go get out of here get out of here he's terrible hey, Jordan. if i really really want to say nice things when you don't hear it. if i knew he was here i wouldn't have been uh, i wouldn't have been so nice yeah uh Rats. all right well that, i think that's about it for the day I, I had a good time with it um i i came in at uh let's see here three 368 legend with with 10x so that was pretty good i i may make a push this month i'm trying to do it in, in standard as well and i'm currently at diamond three in standard so we'll see we'll see if we get there but I, i'm gonna try to push for ranks this month and see how that goes nice anyways yeah so so on the other side of the coin here uh we have <laughs> have drew it in a completely different light and i am just gonna stop talking because i c- really can't pilot this deck at all <laughs> <laughs> well, so Agro Druid is in a bit of a weird place right now. It, it's you can definitely get up to. I think I pushed to Diamond Two at one point earlier before kind of finishing it off uh, on autopilot with Questline Hunt or sorry Questline Warrior. Um, not because that deck is so easy, but it's better situated in the meta, and I've played a lot of that one too. Um, but Agro Druid is in a really kind of weird place, but really fun place uh this is one of my most recent iterations of the deck um uh was talking with ken ray earlier and actually my most recent iteration uh takes out the sow the soils and throws in a capture cold tooth mine so a capture cold tooth mine is a new card and one that we haven't played in a whole lot of things so i'll let you know what that is real quick say two mana choose one card choose one draw your lowest card or draw your highest card. So, so you're drawing one, period. Whether it's lowest, embiggen, or highest, either armor up or Drek'thar, depending on if or how many embiggens you've played, um, which is just awesome. So, uh, of course, it being aggro druid, embiggen is a staple. You've got embiggen. Uh, my version in particular that I've had a lot of success with, like I said, going up to, to about diamond two, um, plays only one and two drops. So there's actually a really good reason for that, right? Um, if I get Drek'thar in my opening hand, I don't want to toss Drek'thar. I want to keep Drek'thar because that's basically like Call to Arms. You, you want to play Call to Arms. Well, I also want to keep Embiggen. So if I have a three drop in my deck and I play Embiggen, you, then all of a sudden Drek'thar is turned off and you just have a four mana four four in your hand. Yeah, you, we, we you don't want that. Learn that one by <laughs> by, by experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you don't want to do that. So I just capped it off at two because if I play an embiggen, you have to play a second embiggen in order to to shut Drek'thar off. You can hold your second one back for a while. Mm-hmm. You know you've got Drek'thar. Okay, um, that that's a big enough swing turn, right? Especially if you play Drek'thar, or sorry, you played an embiggen before you play Drek'thar. Then all of a sudden, your four mana four four is putting a whole lot of stats on board, as well as spreading them across multiple minions, which you also really like. Uh, so Agro Druid really wants to get on the board fast. It really wants to get on the board wide, 
and uh, either buff those up uh, from cards in hand, like uh, Mark of the Lotus or um, Power of the Wild. You know, so get a big, wide board, make it bigger, and or play in biggins to make your deck bigger in your deck, and then play things that either, you know, like a, a embiggen pirate on one, all of a sudden you're pulling patches out of your deck. Uh, embiggen into Drek'thar, you're pulling multiple buffed up minions out of your deck. Um, what's really kind of cool about Aggro Druid is that it can kind of sustain into the long game. If you've played one or even better two embiggens, all of a sudden you go from an aggro deck to almost more of a mid-range deck. You draw a card, you play it, it has impact because these are all like small cards with most of them with battle cries or like Iron Deep Trog, which interacts or interferes with your opponent, um, things like that. Uh, I, I really want to at some point find a place for a Nerubar Weblord in mm -hmm. here, but I'm not sure what I would cut for it. Uh, earlier versions of this had that in it um, before, you know, more recent cards came out. Uh, so different things to either interact with your opponent or make yourself have an even wider board. Um, so you definitely want to get on board fast, get on board wide, and then of course, buff up your board both in hand or both in deck, not in hand. This isn't hand buff. <laughs> uh, in deck and on board with, of course, the, uh, like I said, I've mostly cut so the soil. So we've got, of course, the Power of the Wild, of course, Arbor Up. Arbor Up is clutch. Arbor Up is and, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Mark of the Lotus and uh, oh, where to go? Claw Fury Adept, which is a two mana, two, three. Give your board and your uh, hero plus one attack just for that turn. You know, it's basically like a, a mini roar. But mm -hmm. you've got a wide board, drop that, buddy. And if it's, you know, it starts out as a two mana two three, but if you played an embiggen or two, then all of a sudden it's a three mana four five or a four mana uh sorry now yeah yeah four five or a three mana six seven all Take of a sudden it gets really big <laughs> <laughs> yeah right um yeah uh if I'm looking at anything to cut I'd probably actually cut adorable infestation for the Nerubar Weblord kind of looking at it there um. But that's kind of aggro druid in a nutshell. It's it's really fun and really whenever you're not coming across one of the big two, it typically feels pretty good, right? But into um, uh, odd quest line hunter, you want to play onto board. Odd quest line hunter wants you to play onto board. If you're playing against um, uh, quest line pirate warrior, you want to play onto board. They're fine with you playing on the board because they can trade off in, into the early game. You want to go on the board and like build from it. They go on the board as well and then are just able to get Rokara and then the 2-2 two -two pings. One of their uh, quest line completion stages does a 2-2 two -two, two, two -two pings. Um, it, it's just so if not... if you can't really get under them early, you feel like you're sort of lost at that point. Right, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and the way that the quest line for that works and the way that that deck, deck is built, that they do end up kind of uh, interfering with you pretty well. Um, so you don't really want to see either of those two, which is why it's not particularly well situated in the meta. But if either of those are impacted with possibly, you know, some balance changes coming soon, then that may be kind of a, a sleeper for uh, something really powerful in forthcoming uh not just expansions but metas or, or or whatnot so really fun deck uh nerubar weblord may very well give us kind of a, an advantage over some of those other decks so that that could be a thing that would that innovation may help us as well um so really fun i have a lot of fun with it when i'm winning or losing uh and i think you probably will too especially if you need druid wins this is a good way to do it because you'll either win or lose pretty quickly and then you can move on jam it again either win or lose really quickly jam it again etc yeah, yeah. The, the the one piece i think where i see big differences i mean of course we're, we're talking to totally different decks tonight right an aggro one and, and more of a control deck but like aggro druid you're looking at five minute matches maybe less right you're probably winning by turn four by turn five you know, arbor up will will win the game um and so win or lose, it's it's quick. What is really frustrating for 
me is like with the Cthulhu Druid, like you almost have to go to fatigue every game. And the mirror match. The mirror match is terrible. And and you're <laughs> because they're so slow, most of my games, like I'm sitting here looking at my HS replay uh stats over here, and it was like um it's about fifteen minutes per match. It was like yeah. uh, about you know somewhere that that seems about average um and so it, it takes a lot longer and if if i can you know my win rate was high enough that i was okay with that but if you play a 15 minute match and then you lose it's like that's terrible but if i play a, a four or five minute match and i lose like okay we'll move on to the next one and so right if timing is is an issue like i don't know it reminds me of the old like odd warrior days or um you know control warrior decks in general it's like uh nothing like spending 30 minutes and then losing so yeah, <laughs> yeah so not this particular build but um you know with a 10x i have hit legend on day one with aggro druid when it was tier three i think on tempo storm for pretty much exactly that reason um and have had 11x before because of aggro druid as well so it's it's a powerful archetype um and Whenever it hits a, a really nice soft spot in the meta, then it is a force to be reckoned with for sure. Um, yeah, absolutely. Because those games are so quick. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, there's there's Druid decks for us. So uh, we are a quick quick side note as we kind of transition into uh, a little quick note about our Born to be Wild listener series. We are hosting a match tonight right after the show. And so uh, for those of you hanging out with us live, stick around and... Um, uh yeah we, we will we'll be hosting a an awesome match tonight anyways yeah excitement abounds so for those of you who may not be familiar with our listener series uh or who missed uh last season's series the born to be wild listener series is a free wild hearthstone tournament series with custom deck building restrictions each week. The regular season lasts five weeks and is of course followed by three weeks of playoffs to determine the champion. Our champion from season three was Jordan MG, who is uh, in chat and who is going to be playing the, you know, right after the show here. So very exciting. Um, the listener series season four started this week. So this is week one. So I, I mentioned earlier that it's features custom deck building restrictions each week, right? Well, this week's challenge is called split and it was submitted by K. So split is uh, the, the restrictions for split are that the minions in your decks can only cost four or six mana. The spells in your deck can only cost three or eight mana. And you can't run weapons, you can't run heroes, you can only run spells and minions, and they have to be, you know, spells three or eight, minions four or six. So really fun uh, deck building challenge this this go around. I had a lot of fun creating my decks this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you played already, right? Didn't you say yours? I mean, I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, but yours went to five matches, right? So that's exciting yeah. as well. And cool. Um, yeah. King Ogre did a fantastic job. It was an intense match. Uh, I, I, it was so much fun. So congratulations. Well, congratulations on your deck building, King Ogre. It was a great match. I did end up taking in the win. Uh, but lo- like you said, five game match. Like it, it doesn't get any closer than that. So um, yeah, really fun there for sure. Absolutely. Nate, did you play yet? No, uh, no. I got to. We'll be playing this weekend. And I agree. The 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 deck building was. It was really fun. I, I waited a lot later than I should have. I mean, I started building three hours before the submission deadline, but um, I, I and I had to because it's such a unique challenge. I had to keep looking back at the rules to make sure that I was following it. <laughs> yes. And then I mean, something that maybe people aren't familiar with is we've got like a season wide ban on Gen and Baku because they they just they're they're so polarizing. Uh, this season we added ice block. No no ice block. And like goofed a couple people up this week. Uh, there was what else did we ban? Um, the quest line. I was, um, oh uh, yeah, yeah, and, and uh, the two big warrior. quest lines for sure. Yeah. Um, so we also banned. Pull it up. Where'd it go? Here we go. Uh, of course, the demon seed and stealer of souls. Oh yeah, that's like auto ban by yeah. default. Um, 
And so th those are really it. Genbaku and then Ice Block and the two big quest lines are kind of the only real additions this go around. And Very we cool. need our 15. Um, oh, yes, min yes. Minion minimum yes. as well. Yeah, that, that makes more that that makes things interesting so that it can't be like an all spell deck and, and get around the rules like uh, but yeah, the deck building is super fun. And for yeah, for those of you watching live hangout afterwards, we'll be casting a match between our season three champion Jordan MG and uh, and actually our, our resident lore master Goliath the door for playing against each other. So that's yeah. su that's super fun. And, and uh, I I'm I'm excited just to, to watch so it'll be great uh for those of you listening to the audio version of this or watching later we will record the match we'll post it separately on youtube and so if, if y'all want to watch the replay uh it's kind of fun because we've got graphics and we cast the match and and there's a bunch of info there and should be fun to watch uh we'll won't spoil anything uh in terms of plopping it up on youtube you'll just see the match and so it'll be a blast and yeah, this is this is week one, and and uh, just the challenges this season are amazing. We have different ones each week. They're all crowdsourced, and that's half the fun, I think, as well. Is or maybe crowdsourced is not the right idea, but it's their community uh, sourced. And so um, between between our Discord and then there's a separate Discord for the listener series, having people submit suggestions and we've been able to kind of go through and vet them and it's been an absolute blast and so uh, this is is definitely um uh, a labor of of love not not just from us but from the community as well and so lots and lots of fun absolutely so for additional information of course for like for most things born to be wild check out our website www.borntobewildhs.com so moving on a little bit to uh our weekly listener challenge. Yeah. So last week's challenge was sheep, wolves, and hydras. Oh my! Oh my! <laughs> so, <laughs> challenge for the weekly challenge this go around <laughs> is to get as many sheep, wolves, and hydras on the board, both sides count, at the same time as possible. Um, different variations, uh, you know, are, are what count for the different things there. And so the uh, tiebreaker is a uh, raw stats so this was harder oh sorry yeah i, I just gonna say this was harder than i anticipated originally we were talking about this oh it's so great to be together hydras sheeps and and wolves so am i and then i <laughs> i started goofing around with it deck building just for for fun which i, I don't always do and then i realized that like all the sheep are are in mage you know your, your polymorph polymorph boar polymorph mass polymorph um are, are all in mage and your wolves are in druid and there's some in shaman uh the, there's a hydra but it's in hunter I, and there's a couple of neutrals but not as much and so this was a lot more difficult than i initially thought it was going to be and so uh yeah anyways yeah I, so we did have one valiant champion who was able to create the largest board uh, most diverse board of sheep wolves and hydras and that was our very own resident lore master goliath the dwarf goliath. by the way congratulations goliath congrats uh someone asked me hey do um do exploding sheep count and i was like hmm are you asking me if electric sheep count on this show uh ah, yeah it does <laughs> <laughs> yes. Various. Uh, yes. 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 It took a minute to talk about the uh, Wolf Riders. That was a hmm, but but definitely this, this is great, great, great work, Goliath. This is wonderful. So congrats and yeah, we, you will be uh, immortalized on our website Hall of Fame as soon as I find a little bit of time to make it. But uh, soon, TM and two more packs and two packs, two packs on us. So we'll reach out and and two packs on us. Uh, very happy to to have people participating, playing, and this is um, a lot of fun. Uh, Doctor Bomb, I want you to do this next week. I we I want you to participate. I'm talking to you. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, we we are, are nearing the end of our show, but I have a druid challenge for everyone next week. Uh, it should be relatively easy to do. And what I really what I'm looking for here is the competition aspect of. It. We haven't had one of these in a long time where where people are one upping each other, and so I'm I'm uh, thirsting for that a little bit, if if that's the right analogy. But anyways, um, 
what I'm, I'm looking for is how much armor can you gain from Druid? Um, I, I, I suppose in one turn, but, but that, I mean, the, the nature of Druid is you, you, you know, you stack yeah. armor over turns, but I'm looking for uh, the most armor as a Druid, the end. I don't care how you do it. Linecracker is the easiest way. What I what I am wanting to see, line linecracker is is the easy way, right? But what I want to see, like I want to see two thousand, I want to see three thousand, I want to see ten thousand armor. Like I, I want to see Let's it keep go. going, like up and up and up and up. And so yeah, uh, you know, to the moon. Yeah, if you linecracker is the easy way to do it, right? And earthen scales, but um, can you? you know can you surpass 5000 armor can you surpass 6000 armor like I, like go go crazy there i'm sure there's ways um mm -hmm. it's it's that's what i'm looking for and so uh yeah i'm cu curious to see what will happen and and i'm sure that uh we'll we'll start getting some people showing you know it, it'll come down to the wire i'll have someone with you know uh 6000 and someone come in with 6001 and you know we'll see we'll see so how do we participate in this, Nate? Uh, yes. Um, thank you. Uh, so you can participate. Uh, you've got to play matches. Uh, we don't want you necessarily to tank your rank by doing these. We are nicer than Hearthstone. You don't have to do your challenges in, in ranked. <laughs> uh, you can be. You can play the matches either in casual or you can play them on ladder if if you're feeling up to the challenge. But you cannot play them against a friend. You cannot play them against the innkeeper. Uh, there's a couple reasons for this. The innkeeper is just too easy. And uh, playing against a friend, uh, they may not be the same skill level. They may let you win. I've done it before where I was playing with somebody who was playing um, Lore Walker Cho. And so it's like, hey, if, if I want uh, 20 copies of Earthen Scales, I'll just have my my buddy over there play Lore, Lore Walker Cho and it, it lets you, you know, sort of cheat. And so we, we want to avoid that happening. Um, it's it's neat, but it, it's not the spirit of the challenge. Anyways, uh, yes, you can play casually, you can play on ladder, you can play uh, not against a friend, not against the innkeeper. You need to take a screenshot, post it in our Discord under the weekly challenges channel. The winner will be announced on next week's show. You'll receive two packs of your choosing um, on us, and you will be immortalized in the Hall of Fame on the Born to Be Wild website. And yeah, that's it. Uh, so... Um, the other thing I, I will recommend is sooner is better so that like this is not eBay. OK, you don't wait until 30 seconds before the show to post <laughs> your to post your screenshot and then no one has time to to beat you like the earlier you submit these, the better. Um, and then whoever at the end of the week, you know, the cutoff time essentially is is when the show starts next week. Whoever's got the winning submission, uh, that's it. So. Yes, exciting. I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of crazy things you guys can come up with and, and seeing, hey, if somebody can get over 10K, uh, then then I will truly be impressed. So, yes. Anyways. That bar for impressing Nathaniel Wolf has been set. Hey. Can you dig it? <laughs> I, I, I'm old and jaded. It takes a lot these days to, to impress me. <laughs> <laughs> um and i may participate as well and see see what i can come up with uh and maybe give y'all a run for your money so is it weird i got that shania twain that don't impress me much song stuck in my head there <laughs> no that's that's perfect i wish i could sing it but uh uh you know next parody song nate wolf that don't impress me much <laughs> hey you know it could be uh it could be parody song i like it i like it uh, yes, yeah, that some... don't impress a name much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good, so good. Oh, he's got ten thousand armor. <laughs> Glorious. Oh, I love it. All right, everybody. So that... He's got a golden Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, of Leroy Jenkins, uh, I we're looking at next week's uh, listener series challenge and looking at cards that had two two keywords, and I realized that Leroy Jenkins is legal as it has uh, both charge and battle cry on it. So <laughs> um, a little uh, handy hint there. <laughs> okay. For any deck builders in in uh, watching. <laughs> Anyways, hey, that that about wraps it up for this week's show. As we were saying earlier, we we are gonna uh, continue to be here for a while, casting a match, and so um, hope hope y'all stick around. And and for those of you listening or watching after the fact, thank you all for hanging out with us. Uh, it'll be a great show next week. Hope everyone can come back. We will be discussing the uh, announced balance changes and and what that means for Wild. So it'll be uh, it'll be exciting. Um, 
and yeah we'll, we'll see what happens uh yes please join us next week on another new episode of born to be wild excitement abounds hey! hello 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 <laughs> <laughs>